afternoon and happy Wednesday. Thank you for joining the Empathic Podcast and Talk Show. And we are happy to be recording again, right, ladies? We are. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. So we did take some time off. I think things have been kind of weird for everyone during COVID. Um, We have seen and experienced a lot, and our schedules have been thrown off. Um, But one good thing that I can say is that the four of us are healthy, right? We're definitely healthy. Um, Amen. Prayers, continued prayers go out for all the people that have been gravely affected. We all know at least one person that has been connected to us that has dealt with something, whether it's someone that we know has passed away or someone that we know that's close to us or maybe close to someone that we know. And, again, just continued prayers for all the friends and families of people who have really suffered during this time. Right? Sounds great. Yeah, absolutely so. We're going to jump right into the podcast, and this is something that I have been thinking about lately as I've been reflecting over the past almost 40 years of my life, and <laughs> right, um, and I would definitely that each each decade goes a little bit different for me, right, ladies? Do you, do you guys agree? As it should. Right. Okay. You definitely said it should. What, what about you guys, T and Vicky? Well, I feel like because I'm the baby of the group, I am just now really getting my hands on my 30s. But I definitely think that as we get older, we change and we evolve, and each decade is completely different. And I didn't really realize that until my 30s. Okay. Totally agree. Yeah, you should always be evolving. If you're the same person that you were when you're 25 and now you're 35, then I don't know if that's necessarily a good thing, but you should always be doing, you know, self-inventory, you know, trying to, you know, be on the up and up instead of like, this is who I am and I'm not changing. Change is always good, so, in my opinion. Right. My little humble opinion. Right. Absolutely, absolutely. So, all right, so, so something that I wanted to discuss is what's something that you wish that you would have known or had done right, before the age of 30. I'm not going to start. I'm going to kind of round it out. I want to hear everybody else's opinion uh, before I get into um, what kind of hit me the most. So I think we're going to start with Val on this one. Okay, sounds good. I think that for me, before I turned 30, or at least by the time I made 30, I was stuck on what I should be and what it should look like. And uh-huh. it was it was so important on the impression that I made, or like I said, what I looked like to people on the outside. And I think I, if someone had told me at 22, like, whatever you think is going to happen by 30 is likely not going to happen by 30, <laughs> or it's not going to look like what you think it's going to look like. So I think that, I would have just told myself to chill, like, just take your time, be, you know, still grow, but, you know, you're not going to look like what you think you're going to look like, so don't kill yourself about how other people see what what your progress is. Right, right. So, in essence, don't be a people pleaser. That's basically what you're saying. Well, that and, you know, 
stop with the with trying to impress. Okay. Okay. I can see that. I mean, I think that that a lot of people that's just kind of like human nature for most, right? I wouldn't say mm-hmm. all because um, I'm, I'm definitely not, not big on impressing people, um, but I will say that that's probably a problem that many, many people have, especially if you are one who really cares what your outside mm-hmm. looks like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm. Really outside, um, so you're kind of caught up in the, the what is this person thing, or if I do this, and how is this person going to react? And if we are continuing to shape ourselves by that in our 20s, 30s, 40s, and beyond, I don't know if we can ever come out of it. Right. Right? Exactly. Exactly. That's why you have to check yourself. When you start feeling like that, you have to check yourself and just, you know, live for you. Don't live for your viewers. Don't live for your family. Don't live for your friends. You have to live your life for you. And I think that was one of my problems, trying to, like you said, people please and trying to just be that, you know, pedestal person that I was always looked at as versus being my, my genuine self. Mm-hmm. Totally and agree. Yourself, and that's kind of part of what I was, that's part of kind of what mine was. Um, you don't have to make everybody else happy um, being mm-hmm. something that you're really not. That definitely was a thing for me. Um, I didn't really start getting into who I actually was until my late 30s because in my mind, you know, as a mom and as a wife, you got to be this way and you got to do this, Mm -hmm. whether you like it or not, you know, and I definitely Mm -hmm. fell into that. It wasn't until um, later on in life, like I said, I was probably by the time I hit about 35. 35 was really a big thing for me. Um, so a little bit of a late bloomer, but nevertheless, it was late, it was good for me. But um, that was definitely me, you know, just as long as everybody else was happy. And I always mm-hmm. put myself last, you know, not to mm-hmm. say that I'm super selfish or anything now. I just make myself and the way that I'm feeling, I acknowledge my feelings. If I don't like it, I don't like it, and that's okay. Um, mm-hmm. If I like it, that's okay, you know, but before – you know, 10 years ago, it was just like, okay, well, if this is what you want, okay, that's fine. You know, and it's like you said, this pedestal that you feel like you have to be a particular way to, from your parents' standpoint, from your kids' standpoint, from your spouse or your person or your significant other. You know, it's just all of these mm-hmm. things that you, you put in your mind that you think is the expectation. And it's really probably not, 9 out of 10. You drive yourself crazy and you put all these expectations out there and you're trying to be something that you don't necessarily have to be. Agreed. Totally. I I felt all of that. Right. And, and T, I've seen that in you. So I think I've mentioned in previous podcasts that I'm transition. So I've seen your transition, and not just your transition, but but post-transition, how how it's really shaped you. Right, and how you point on things have changed, and you're much more relaxed and much more laid back, right? Um, so I think that honestly, we mess around and we're continuing to do those things that you and Fallon had mentioned, and we're in a world of trouble even when it comes to our health. Correct. Exactly. Right? Which is what happened to me in the earlier part of the year. Stress. Stress is literally. 
kill you. Stress will kill you. It and will. it's a slow progress. I have been under a lot of stress from work and just a whole lot of things for over a year, you know, and slowly but surely it caught up to me. And when it caught up, oh, baby. So I'm the first person moving forward to tell you it's nothing worth your health being put at risk. Um, it's just your physical health. We're not even going to go off into your mental health, but your physical health, nothing huh. or nobody, nobody's son, nobody's daughter is worth your physical worth health. It. And that's mm-hmm. for sure. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I too experienced some some health issues um, in the past. And before you know it, you realize, wait a minute, did I, did I basically collapse? Or do I need this blood transfusion right now because I am so stressed that my body is just malfunctioning all types of ways? Mm-hmm. Really? You know, it's like, okay, this should, this should be like science to people, like textbook, but, but it's not when we're in that situation. Now, Vicki, what did you think about um, what Fallon was saying? Actually, and T, because they were kind of speaking from the, from the same book. Totally. I mean, I definitely agree that the biggest thing that I am learning is that it's fully okay to put me first. I think that that is a lesson. You know, I think that it's not just that we put those um, pressures on ourselves. It's a pressure that we're taught um, from, like, Mm -hmm. when we're really young. And I think that that just takes a lot of time to learn. Um, so I totally agree. And I think that at the age I am now, like being 34 and I'm watching like my friends start to have like health problems and things. I think that in your thirties, you start to realize like the seriousness of it. I think in your twenties, unless it's like a fluke or like an isolated incident, you really don't think like your health could come into play. I mean, you just really don't even consider it. Mm -hmm. So that's why you have so many people that like push themselves and push themselves and push themselves. I know for me, I have been that person that is kind of like I push myself so hard because I'm like, I'm cool. Like, I'm young. I'm, you know, working on things. Things are fine. But as you start to look around, you see that, like, as you get older, your body will be like, hey, you're doing too much. And then if you don't <laughs> listen, it will be like, that's fine. I'll just put you down so you can realize that you're doing too much. You know, and and I think in addition, I think I've learned is that, um, it's okay to change. Like, I think for so long, mm. especially in my, like, early 20s, I was like, I'm going to plan my whole life, and it should be straight. <laughs> then I found out that that changes, and that I kind of mm-hmm. have to change with it. Like, okay, like, I wanted to be married by a certain age. That didn't happen. All right, well, I need to change my plans, and that that's okay, and to give myself the grace to figure out, like, the new me and what I want to do. Come on, new Vicky. Yes, yes. And it's funny that you said you wanted to be married by a certain age because I was totally the person that did not want kids. I I I wanted to be single and free forever. And you boom, wanted to be the single auntie. <laughs> I wanted to be the single auntie, right? <laughs> that just got us. Your friend Don comes to the barbecue. He ain't nobody. Right. That's your friend. right. He he ain't really nobody, but y'all everybody right, knows right. Don. And right. I'm gonna make he his plate. <laughs> right. I'm gonna make his plate in a whole night. Right. <laughs> but I, and then look at look at now. Boom. I have a whole thirteen year old. Like, how does that happen? 
That's why I say, you know, at 22, you couldn't have told me that I was going to have a 13-year-old. Like, I'd have been like, girl, stop lying. Like, go to hell. (laughs) And see, the country girl in me, I I thought I would have been further. (laughs) Go straight there. (laughs) Because I'm not. opposite so you know my country tell I all but see I stopped I always wanted four kids a husband mm, two dogs mm, mm, and mm. I wanted my house here in Chicago and my house back home on our land so <laughs> that was always my thing and that we would go back home every summer and um you know we'll stay down in Mississippi for the summer so obviously team one kid um and yep, uh, team one kid forward. One kid, 1.5 dogs, you know, um, <laughs> two marriages in. So, you know, um, but, hey, it works. You know, it's, it's my little life situation. You couldn't have told me 20 years ago that this is my life situation now, but my little mm-hmm. village, my little situation, it works. It works for us. Um, my child loves it. And, you know, like you mm-hmm. said, so I'm, I've discarded that whole this is what it looks like. This is what it's supposed to be. Well, I did that years mm-hmm. a, a while ago, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But you know, it works for for us over here. <laughs> yes, right. and shout out to the villages out here. Like yes, God. without my village, baby, honey, mm. auntie, honey, you understand? Y'all, <laughs> y'all have y'all have had to commit me because the thing goes like work real talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And shout out to mature grown folks co-parenting. And bonus yeah. dads, getting along with yeah. biological dads and all of that, because that's what the majority, my village is, bonus dad, biological dad, my mom, you know, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some unconventional aunties as well, you know. So shout out to just grown folks being able to co-parent and, you know, adapt to life changes as well. That's, that's yes. shit made. And support <laughs> when needed. Support yes. when needed, period. Come on, support system. Oh, when I ain't even asked for it. Right. Mm. And support question, too. So it's support mm-hmm. without me. I've been yes. the biggest um, uh, beings of myself. It's just I have a need. How can you fulfill that without making mm-hmm. me feel worse? Right. Come on, mm-hmm. um, Come on. Hashtag Exactly, exactly. And I know we're we're getting a little a little bit off topic, so I did want to share um I'll share mine and then I'll share some that I saw online or, or when I posted I and people were and then I want you guys to do the same thing. So for me one one of the things now there's many things that um I, I wish that I would have learned and or implemented. Let's put that out there, implemented before I had turned 30. And uh, the main one for me is that you don't have to dim your light for anyone else to shine. Mm. Oh, that's a good one. You don't don't have to do that, whether it's your spouse, your, your friends, your kids, your job. You don't have to do it. You don't mm-hmm. have to spend years being unhappy so that mm-hmm. someone else can be empowered, right? So that someone Agreed. else mm-hmm. can can feel themselves. You don't have to not feel yourself for someone else to feel themselves, right? Come on, now. correct. Agree. You know, and we 
So, and I think a, a lot of times, actually I know, not that I think, but I know a lot of times with women, especially black women, right, we do that. We put ourselves on the back burner. Mm-hmm. And we don't want the drama. We don't want to argue. We don't want any difficulty. So a lot of times we'll just say, okay, you know what, just for the sake of argument, whatever it is that you want. But if you continue to say whatever it is that you want, we'll be doubled over in pain somewhere. Mm-hmm. Because after a while, so that, other person, that other person is not paying attention to what it was, that, what your nonverbals were saying, right? Mm-hmm. So, or well, the verbal, me, too. Exactly. Exactly. Right. And right. I'm going to add some words, too. So, hey. Listen. How about <laughs> what, what is that? And, and the meme is, I hate repeating myself because if I do, I'm going to add cuss words to it. Listen, that is my life. That is my mantra. I need that on a T-shirt because if that ain't the whole Well, first of all, I'm a cuss the first time because that's just what I do anyway. Yes, you but are. I'm really <laughs> don't 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 do that. Don't don't go there. <laughs> yes, absolutely. and you know what? For you, Heather, when when you say what you said, I have a girlfriend who she really loves her makeup. She really loves. Like, she's, like, the sparkle type of chick who, if there's a glitter shirt, she's got it on. Like, she's got all the glitter shirts in the whole store type of chick. <laughs> but her <laughs> but her guy is kind of just, you know, he's like that, you know, he's like Dan, you know, of the group. Like, you know, everybody knows Dan. He's he's just got What's his little, he's got flat, flannel on, right? So she dumps her <laughs> She dumbs herself down. Like, she, she enjoys Aww. doing her makeup. Like, she really, and she's really great at it. But, hmm. you know, when they go out, she feels like if she's too much, then he's going to look like a loser. I said, girl, if you don't put your damn makeup on and, and shine, like, the, those are the things that I think are, you know, uh, it, at least um, some of what you're talking about, Heather, like, even physically, even if it's aesthetic, like, if you like to be fly and he don't like to be fly, I mean, still be fly. Exactly. We exactly. still sacrifice okay. a lot. Yeah, that's as black women, thing. we still sacrifice a lot. Mm-hmm. And we don't have to do that. Like, you don't have to sacrifice your entire existence, or you know, oh, I'm not going to say this because I know this. Part, that you know, especially when it comes to our significant others, right? I think mm-hmm. that for. And we don't really always give a damn. But I think when it comes to our significant others, we just take the position that we just rather not have the difficulty. I would mm-hmm. say before. take your battles. This mm-hmm. point in my take life, take your battles. Yeah, yeah. Right, exactly. This point in my life, no, I don't want difficulty, you know, with my person. But at the same time, I'm not going to dim my light so that so that you're so so that you're shining, and I'm just kind of sitting back, like, well, wait a minute, where's my happiness in this? Like, that's not. And I I believe that anyone that you have a relationship with, they should not want that. I was just going to to say, if the person that you're with is okay with your light going dim, uh, you might want to reevaluate that situation because whatever your partner, your person, your significant other is supposed to be a teammate. Team equals 50-50, not, you know, anything else, you know. So if, or it may not, I'll take that back, rewind it, take it back. It may not even always be fifty fifty because at some point <laughs> at some point right. I may be doing well and you may be trying to figure things out. 
that's okay mm-hmm. too. But as far mm-hmm. as the, but as far as if I'm doing well, you got to understand that we are doing well. So right, take right. that rewind. I am going to go no. back to my fifty fifty because it is fifty fifty. Yeah, because even it still you're is you're working on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it still is. So yeah, but because yeah. The, I, I think what you're saying, T, is as long as it has to be fifty fifty effort. Like yeah. the 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 production of it all can be different, yes. but absolutely the effort that you put in, I'm giving you giving. That's it. Exactly. Like yeah. Heather said, if yeah. I'm shining a little bit bright, you know, on particular things, and you know, you're working on some things, that's okay too. But while I'm shining, support me because I'm gonna do the same thing mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Because the right time real quick. Right. Or if my shine bothers you then I think we need to discuss why it bothers you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, so I think mm-hmm. I think we can go on about that. But I did want to share um, some of the comments that um, were left on my post on Facebook. So um, one, of, one of my guy friends left a comment. He said, love has nothing to prove. Right? Um, I'm sorry. Say it again. What is that? Right. Okay. He said that love, I asked the question, I said, to everyone born before 1990, what's one thing you wish you would have known prior to turning 30? And, and he, he said, said what that now? Love, love has nothing to prove. So basically what he's saying is that if I love you, I love you. I'm not about to jump through hoops. I'm not about to, to drive myself crazy. Like you have to understand if I'm telling you that I love you, then understand that. And let's make this relationship work, right? Um, and he's just basing that off mm. of a recent relationship situation that, that he was in that didn't end amicably, right, because mm. she was always to make him overprove his love. And he's How like, do you – what does that look like? What does overproven make me understand? Um, what are you – because okay, I'm a firm so, believer in actions that are meet words. They so, do. You know what I mean? So, so what, is, what, ha- what has happened with them? Tell me. <laughs> I'm gonna get into a hundred percent of. I'm not gonna yes, get into a hundred. Please don't tell this man's business. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying Look, to make sure to that I'm trying to make sure that man didn't. You know, because you know actions and words. Yeah, nah. You know, you can tell me all the things and I, I can get all the feels, but we need the action. So did he Absolutely. not, or she not, or who had not met they? <laughs> <laughs> did this, but let's see if you can do this to prove that you love me. Okay, well I know you did this, but that wasn't good enough. Now how about you do this? Oh no, girl, oh, no, that's foolish. Exactly, exactly. Um, so in his plight of trying to make this person happy for all of these years, it still didn't mm. end up the way that he assumed it was going to because he always felt that he was. Almost like it being on a hamster. Not enough. Right? Yeah. Imagine being on a hamster time, right? You can never catch up. Mm-hmm. Nothing that you do is good enough. So you're always feeling like you have to overprove your abilities when all you have mm-hmm. to do is be yourself and be who I need you to be. Absolutely. So we're good. We're good. Right? Yeah. Okay. Um, another one said that, another young lady um, she said, "There's." Okay, I'm glad time. we moved on because I was gonna go way too deep. So go ahead. <laughs> yeah, thank you. 
Fallon over there marinating on that. Right. Like, I was like, wait, wait a minute. Fallon was like, wait, <laughs> I have something. No. <laughs> there, there's no such thing as perfect. Do what makes you happy and stop trying so hard to make yourself into something you aren't, which is really what T was talking about, right? Yeah. Is mm-hmm. That she was tired of being that person who needed to mm. always be that person. If that mm-hmm. makes yeah, that goes right back Absolutely. to our our first topic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, another one said that it's okay to not always be okay. Mm. That's a good one. Love it. So mm-hmm. true. To act. And sometimes one day at a time is all you can manage. And I, I mm, would agree good. with that. I'm so many from people today, and I really appreciate the participation. You know, and then at, at the end of the day, people go into to credit and they talk about finances and investing in property, and those are all the things that everyone is trying to do anyway, but some people mm-hmm. are saying that they have done that before they turn 30. So. Yeah. I yeah, that needs to be really on a T-shirt. Too. Yeah. <laughs> I think one oh, thing totally- that – I definitely agree with um, my cousin. She chimed in. She said one thing. What was the year, Heather, 1990? <laughs> mm-hmm. one, mm-hmm. one thing before um, 30, that forgiveness is for you. I wish I knew that there is power in forgiveness, even if you mm-hmm. never get an apology. This would have saved mm-hmm. many countless hours of anger, mm-hmm. angst, and frustration. Uh, man, that's. that's- that's real right there only because, like, there's a fine line with that, though. And I appreciate Cuz for popping in and saying that. But for mm-hmm. me, there's a fine line. Forgive me hey. all day. If your actions don't change, then I have to shuffle on. Like, I can't just stay in that situation. Not I can forget you and not deal with you anymore. Is she, is she speaking from, like, that angle? I don't know. She kept it real generic. That okay. was literally what I read. That's what she. That's literally what she said. So I'm not sure, but she just said, you know, you you can't let whatever mm-hmm. the situation is take over, you know, because at the end you're the one suffering, you know, and yeah. that's just something else to break you down mentally, physically, spiritually, you know. So yeah, but I did think, you know, as I've gotten older, you know, um, I've learned the power of forgiveness. Um, wasn't really into it. <laughs> When I was younger, so I get that. I definitely get that. And I'm not, yeah. I'm not a grudge holder. I'm not a grudge holder yeah. at all. But like, mm-hmm. I, honestly, after I say what I got to say, I'm done. And that's it. Like, if you want to still be mad, then you can be mad. But I've, I'm, I've left it on. I dropped the mic on your ass, probably. So <laughs> it's all over with. <laughs> Right. I mean, because we me. can have a conversation about whatever, but, you know, once that conversation is done, now that's up to you how you're going to walk away with mm-hmm. it. But, you know, if mm-hmm. we had the conversation, I'm not going to keep circling back. You know, when I say I'm done, I'm done. I'm not the type of person to hold stuff over people's head. I forgive you, right. but I ain't forgot either. You know? Oh, no. So that's, no. That's kind of how I mm-hmm. am, you know. So I'm Unless you not do it again. Right. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's you well, not do it again. Please don't do it again. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, I just think it's a difference between like forgiveness and still accepting the behavior. I think people automatically mm. assume that when you forgive, that's, that's that that means that like you still gonna accept the mm. foolery. It's like no, like Mm-mm. I've let go of what hurt me about it, 
And that's something that, like, I have to, like, constantly work at because what I used to do was just, like, forgive. Like, it's cool. It's fine. It's fine. And then I would be frustrated because I would still be dealing with the people and the behavior would never change. And it's like, but I don't have to accept the behavior just because I forgive. I would rather just forgive, be free of it, and let that person go, too, if they choose that they're not going to change what is hurting me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, because I think that, like, that's what happens a lot of times. People are like, well, if I forgive, that means I should also, like, keep them around. And it's like, no, because maybe they don't deserve to be in my face. Mm, come on. Come on, Miss Potter. Again, these are things that, as, mm-hmm. as we're all, you know, Tia is, Tia is celebrating her 42nd this year. Fallon uh, is 36. My 40th this year. Vicky will be 35, you know. So um, all of us have, have gone through a period of time in life where we've had to make those decisions. Yes. And sometimes they hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. whether they hurt us or whether they hurt the other person. But I would say if in the end it's for our well-being, it can hurt for a second. Right. I can deal with, I can deal with five minutes of pain if I know I'm going to have a lifetime of bliss. Right. Yes, because at mm-hmm. the end of the day, I see it as, I mean, you, you thought when we, well, or at least I did, when we were younger, like, oh, that's growing pains. Oh, you got your first heartbreak. Oh, that's growing pains. Oh, your friend broke, your friend broke up with you. Oh, that's growing pains. We still have growing pains at these ages. Real talk. Yeah. Right. You know what? There's one other. Mm, Go ahead, Heather. I I was just going to say that hopefully now our um, our shelf life for dealing with these things uh, is not as long. Right. Yeah. Agree. I definitely agree. What were you going to say? I forgot. But it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love the transparency. I love the transparency. Okay. Um, <laughs> All right. Well, well, if it, if it comes to you, make sure you record it and uh, right. Uh, that I know what we should have thought about too. I don't know if this means anything to anybody. You know, <laughs> what we should have thought about when we was younger was our needs. You know, we did a whole lot, you know, Tootsie Roll, the Butterfly, all that. Our knees be hurting. We got to take, we should have took it a little what? bit more easier. <laughs> Man. <laughs> First of all, I'm done with stilettos, I'm talking okay? About, I'm well, done. Two Live Crew, you know, we was in them clubs. You know, we wore, we wore yeah. heels, heels, like heels and stilettos yeah. yes. in when yes. we was clubbing, like our best yes. years. Yeah. So, come on now, knees, I'm going to need them to understand, you know, so just some understanding. Right. <laughs> I'm going to need to get some joint juice. <laughs> so, so, Fallon needs new knees. I need new ones. Uh, Fallon needs new ones. Mine, mine needs some oil every now and again, so, you know. No, I would just say no. I would just say no. My, my stilettos last me maybe about... A good thirty minutes. Take them couple snaps. Like, yep, do it for the grant. Right. Do it for the grant. All right. Do That's a lap. Some... Right. <laughs> right. You walk around, do a lap. See your people. Hey, girl. Yeah. Hey, girl. 
and then they coming out. Then yeah. I'm sitting down. Right. <laughs> Listen, yeah, I yeah. went to, I took my pictures in the house. I could, I didn't even make it out. I told Vicky, I said, I met Vicky uh, in heaven um, somewhere. And I told Vicky, I said, well, these, she was like, oh, see, that's some cute boots. Now, these are some little flat boots um, with little rhinestones or whatever. I said, listen, I had on some heels, but it quite didn't. I didn't make it out the house with them on, but I took some pictures. I just, I couldn't, I, that particular heel, I couldn't even make it out the house. So I was like, but look at how they look in the picture, though, you know? So, right, just check I that was, picture. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. So. Press that uh, heart and like that picture. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Oh. So funny. Well, obviously we can we can go on and on about this this topic. I think this is a really good topic too because it allowed all of us to do some self reflection, right? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. It allowed us to to really think about some of the things that we did do and did put up with and shame on us. But at the same time, um, it's okay. We can't beat ourselves up because we're free now, right? We're, we're free. We're past, we're past these things that kind of had us bound, mm-hmm. um, and we are new creatures. I will say that, right? Right. When you know better, oh, do sure. better. Definitely. Definitely. Absolutely. So we want to thank you guys for listening to this episode of the In The Thing podcast and talk show. We are going to ramp up our uh, recordings a little bit more. We know that you guys have missed us. We miss you guys, too. We actually do have a new Instagram page, and it is just in the thick, I-N-T-H-A, because it's ethnic thick. Um, also, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at In The Thick, so we are actually uniform now, so all of our handles are the same, right? Yes, we love you guys. Thank you guys. Enjoy the beautiful weather that we are having, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. 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 Bye.